What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, and Kim with Digging In With Naime. If this is your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. We are back, y'all. Okay, I was waiting for that. I was like, is she not going to do it? We're back. <laughs> you notice I don't interrupt you anymore. I don't even bother to say Digging In With Naime and Kim, even though that's the real name of the show. I appreciate that. How are you doing, Kim? What's on your mind and what's on your heart? Um, on my mind is the fact that onions are just like really, really strong. Like, I know that's super random, but just had Italian food and, um, you know how they put onions in the salad. I can't stand onions. So I took, took them out and like the smell is still lingering on my hands. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are onions so strong? And I started thinking, I'm like, what other foods are just like super, super strong scent and they just last forever? And I was thinking garlic and then so forth. So that was what's on my mind. <laughs> okay. Um, what's on my heart? Just love, just appreciating um, those around me um, mm-hmm. and that pour into me and hopefully I can pour into to others. Nice. What is on my mind? My mind is... How about you let me ask that question? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mary, what is on your mind and on your heart? <laughs> yeah. So, um, huh. what is on my mind? On my mind is, I'm just tired, um... Today was just a long day, so I'm a little tired. What's on my heart is I'm wondering if I'm burnt out already. Aren't you taking your Sabbath right now? From church, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was from multiple stuff minus your job. I mean, yes, but I haven't done anything. I'm burnt out from work. Mm. And I just started um, I don't, I think, I think there's various reasons why, but, um, I have, I don't know. I just, I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. So it's hard right now. <laughs> it's really hard. Like I woke up at six this morning and I've been gone since eight and I got back home at 8 45 PM and it's nine Oh six PM right now. Like I'm just tired. So I'm a little burnt out. I'm a little tired. Um, yeah. Mm. So this semester, this this next six months are going to be hard. I, I think second semester is harder than the first semester. Really? Why is that? Well, <clears throat> since I only don't teach at GCU, I, what I'm thinking is just I shouldn't say harder, just more packed. So, like, I have ACA, um, which I hope to just go every year because I don't really have anything to do, right? Like, uh, why not? Uh, And then I do all the studios, right? I teach six classes at both studios, and their show is in June. And so prepping for that, you still got – we still have competitions. And then I do ensemble at GC in the spring and hip-hop, too. And it's just – it's a lot. It just seems like it's a lot of stuff. 
And so this first three months are supposed to be a Sabbath. And while I haven't like taken on extra roles outside of work, it just all feels like a lot, you know? Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you have for us tonight? Mm, nothing quite honestly (laughs) um, (laughs) oh I do have something okay since I do appreciate award shows oh lord I just this will be real quick oh no I'm just kidding go ahead it's it's your time to shine so you know I like award shows come on now so the golden globes just occurred um, and I thought it was pretty amazing. Um, some of the, first of all, some of the nominations were really great. Normally I feel like they have nominations for things people ain't never heard of. <laughs> and so I thought it was cool that, um, uh, they incorporated a lot of things that everyday people would watch. Um, I thought it was amazing that, uh, Angela Bassett, uh, was nominated and won for for her role in Black Panther. Um, spoil, you know, I wasn't, you know, never mind. I was gonna say spoiler alert, even though they killed her off, which I don't appreciate. But um, the fact that she won and she gave a beautiful tribute to Chadwick um, Boseman, like just honoring the fact that he led them to to this project and just like how amazing he was as a human being. Um, I thought um, Tyler James Williams speech was amazing. Um, He's from Abbott. He plays Gregory, which is literally one of my favorite characters on there. Um, But he had an awesome speech too. And like, there was this moment that him and Quinta, they shared where like, he looked at her and she looked at him and it was like so many unsaid words. And he was just like, yeah, like <laughs> the fact that they've been rocking for so long together. I thought that was dope. Um, especially even from if for those who have not followed Clinker, like um, she used to do a bunch of like videos um, online that would go viral. Um, she would before, I think it was before she worked at Buzzfeed and some of it was when she was at Buzzfeed, but she did a couple of um, um, a couple of uh, videos with, uh, I keep wanting to call him Chris from Everybody Needs Chris with Tyler and they just have such a good chemistry and I thought that was dope that they both won um, for Abbott Elementary which if you haven't seen it it's a great show please 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 um, go watch it it's great and that is all that I have mm-hmm. uplifting news to start off our new year nice <laughs> um Mm. <laughs> you're right there yeah I just yeah you know thank you for sharing that goodness that is some goodness that I think we can all use I um I uh uh sorry what are you doing <laughs> no nothing I'm I'm trying to like I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. What are you currently watching on TV? To be quite honest, 
Um, now that the holidays have are over um, and I've gotten back to my nitty gritty schedule, I have not really watched TV. I don't think I've had my TV on since I don't even know when. Like to actually sit down and watch something. Like yeah, background noise. Like if I'm going to sleep. I or thought something. you were watching Emily in Paris. Didn't you just text? Me I said after something? the holidays. Wait, what? I said after the holidays. Now I'm done. I haven't watched anything since then. The holidays mm-hmm. I binged watched. A I feel bunch like of I stuff. thought you were watching Emily in Paris like last week. You text me last week. I, thought. I was still off last week. It's still the oh. beginning of the year. Lord, girl. Can I no. can I answer the question? I'm just being interrupted. <laughs> girl, so then you mean last week? Yes, if you would let me finish. Good grief. Um, now that the holidays are over, I have not binged watched as much as I did. But on my two-week off period, oh, I caught up on a lot of stuff. Um, so to answer your question... Um, the two shows that I focused on was The Recruit and then Emily in Paris um, and then caught up on a couple of movies that I was behind in not seeing and that is the answer to your question I was getting there I was just building up some lead way <laughs> alright I am Rewatching um, a, a different, different world. world. Yeah. <laughs> so you already know. I just figured you would say that. You just know everything about me. I just, I just figured. My birthday passed. I'm it officially did. thirty. And guys, I did my half marathon. And. And it was amazing. I my goal was to get two hours and forty five minutes. I ended up getting two hours and sixteen minutes. Um, I got first place for women in my age group, and I got twenty ninth place overall. Side note: It was a beautiful day that day outside. Was. How was that when you were running? Was it just? Did it feel amazing? Uh, I mean, I was sweating so much at mile nine that I got really hot and I tried to take my, like I was taking off my sweater and my, uh, but, but before that sure, it was great. It was great. I just thought it was a beautiful day to run. Not me, but for those who were running, <laughs> like it was just very, very beautiful outside. The sun was out. I don't, there wasn't very many clouds. It was just, it was beautiful. People were hang gliding. And hang gliding, parasailing? Isn't that what they were doing? Ain't that oh, the same thing? you you parasail. I think where it has to. I think you have to be at an ocean to parasail. Oh, uh, I don't know. A uh, hang glide? What is that? Do people parasail in Phoenix? No, I think you're right. Sail because it has the word sail in it. Maybe it has to do with the boat and water. I don't know. Whatever it is, when people fall out the sky and they have that little shoot, I don't know the difference um, between um, jumping skydiving and skydiving thank you but there's skydiving and then there's also um is it hang gliding is that what it's called i don't know hang hang gliding yeah it's a thing oh where they hang like hang gliding is when you have like a you just lay there and you hold i mean you have like stuff but you hold on to a thing that just is open in the air and you just 
hang there and as you glide. It just goes by the wind. All that is really scary. Paragliding. That's the word I was thinking. Paragliding and skydiving. I don't understand the difference between those two. I mean, I guess the the little thing that holds you is shaped different. <laughs> I guess. It's all falling from a plane, so I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, they were they were skydiving. They definitely were skydiving. They were like, you guys got to move. Because they were doing it right there. Like, right there. They were. They, you can see the the, 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 the faces. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and dig in. So, there is a Harvard study. And it's it was done by the Harvard Study of Adult Development. And they began tracking the lives of 724 men for 75 years. So in 1938, this is the longest running study on adult life, health, and happiness. Um, what's crazy is the the Harvard Study of Adult Development program has gone through four different um, directors, and like they were the, the man. I ended up watching a TED talk. Um, the man is Robert Waldinger. He's currently the director of it. And he was saying that it was just a lot of different scientists and researchers or whoever working at Harvard throughout the past 75 years have just been so interested and fascinated by this, which is how it's been able to run so efficiently and just keep and continue going. So <clears throat> for the past 75 years, 724 men um, were tested on their health, life, and happiness. 60 of the original 724 men are still alive today as of as far as I know no one's died god willing in the past couple hours but the thing was just published today that I read which I'll put all in the show notes or that I listened to I listened to it um, because he did a TED talk but since there's only 60 left after 724 so you can imagine heart they were sophomores in college at Harvard College. This was before it became Harvard University. It was Harvard College. And oh, and it's all men. It's all men. Because, you know, 1935, you know. Um, or 1938. So it's all men. And now the 60 that are alive still are now in their 90s, almost hitting 100. So I thought that was fascinating. Anyways, Ooh. okay. So what's also interesting is that uh, the study has continued on by tracking their children. So 2,000 plus children of all of these men. They tracked two groups. Group one were sophomores at Harvard College, white males. <laughs> Second group of boys from Boston, the poorest neighborhoods. These are still white males, though. Majority. Majority were still white males. Um, but from the poorest neighborhoods in Boston. Every two years, they call and ask if they can send a survey about their lives. They do interviews. They draw their blood. They get their medical records. They scan their brains. They talk to their wives, which they have now also started to invite their wives. So the wives also are a part of this. So now they have women a part of it. Um, But they found out three very powerful things about um, our happiness, how how, how people can be happy. You ready for it? Okay. Okay. So um, 
What if you can take a guess on at least one of the things reasons why people are happy? What do you think it is? Um, family, money, and love. I don't know. Okay, so uh, relationships keep us happy. Good relationships. <laughs> Good relationships keep us happy. So social connections are good for us. Loneliness kills. We know that for it's not good for man to be alone. Yes, 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 yes. So (laughs) biblically speaking, yes. But it's not, it's not, it's not just being alone. So what research shows is that you can be, um, you can be in a, in a group of people and still feel lonely. No, you have to have a relationship, which is the idea of that in general. Yes. Not so just being social- alone without yeah, but, relationship. Yeah, but being alone and loneliness are two separate things, which they also talk about in the article. And then on the article, the thing I, I did. But anyways, so people who are more, more socially connected are happier, physically healthier, and they live longer. Loneliness means less happy. Your health declines earlier. Your brain function declines. And one in five Americans report they are lonely. The second thing that they found is that the quality of close relationships matter. So that's what we were just saying, right? High conflict relationships turn out to be terrible for health. And it wasn't their cholesterol levels that predicted how they were going to grow old. It was how satisfied they were in their relationships. The people who were the most satisfied in the relationships at age 50 were the healthiest at age 80. Mm. So it all depends on the good quality of your relationships, which is what you just said, right? If do I have relationships, but then also um, because we know in being in relationship with others that there is a thing of conflict, right? Um, And so that has to do with it. It's not that like, oh, this relationship stresses me, but it's that can I handle the stress with this relationship? Can I, um, can we reconcile? Are we good at communicating? Can we work things out? Or are we just always conflict, conflict, conflict? Because mm-hmm. that can be an issue. That is an issue. Um, and then also that good relationships protect our brain. So again, just having good relationships is just better. People who leaned into relationships were healthier. Um, and so he was saying that leaning into your relationships look like date nights, calls, visits, less time on your phone, more quality conversations, Um just hanging out, spending time together. And it doesn't always have to be you talking to each other. If you guys just in a room together, and you both feel content. That just brought more happiness. Mm. So, uh, this, yeah, I thought, I thought this was really interesting. Um, and so I wanted to share it. So some questions I have for you. Um, do you feel... And, and, I, and I want us to, to think of it just in relationship to other people. Um, so, so not in relationship to God, even though I, I do think that's very important, but just in relationship to other people because we were not created to be alone, right? So in mm-hmm. relationship to other people, um, when do you feel your happiest? Are there any specific moments? Are you doing anything specifically with certain people or anything like that? I would say it's definitely when I'm spending quality time with them. So like just being in their presence and like doing, we don't even have to be doing anything. We could be hanging out, 
at someone's house. We could be eating. We could be at a movie. We could be at a park. Um, just like hanging and getting to know them and them getting to know me. Just um, fellowshipping. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would agree. Um, I, I think one thing that is not maybe not hard for me, but is I find a little bit challenging is I don't like small talk. I am, I'm good at it because I have to be right. I think we all have to be at some sort of level, but I don't enjoy it. And so I, I, as you know, and, and whoever knows me and is listening knows, I, I like to get right to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want, I want to ask those deep and serious conversations. And sometimes, um, it's hard because other people won't ask it back to me. And there's various reasons, right? People probably don't feel comfortable. People like there's probably various reasons why people don't. But sometimes it's like I'm always asking questions and I'm not necessarily getting it back. And so I feel like I know a lot of information. I may not know people well, but I know a lot of information about people. But I don't I don't know if so many people know about me. Mm. Um, yeah. You do like to ask a lot of questions and you go deep with it. And sometimes people are caught off guard and they're like, mm -hmm. do I ask this back? Mm -hmm. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to look at your relationships, what do you, or if you were look, I'm sorry, if you were to look at your health, your well-being, and so on, what do you think it would say about your relationships? I don't know how to answer that. Um, yeah, I don't know how to answer that. I would say my relationships, I feel, are fairly strong. I feel like I have a good community. I feel like um, I have tight friendships with people, um, friends and family. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. I would say, I mean, my, I'm doing pretty well health-wise. <laughs> I, You know what's interesting? This is why I called you earlier. Remember how I called you earlier and you called me back and I was like, I don't remember what I wanted to tell you. This is what I wanted to tell you. Um, I have no stress. Mm -hmm. None. Like there, there's nothing stressing me. And it's crazy because a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, six months ago, me having to do everything I have to do would stress me out. And when I look back over my life, <laughs> no. And you but, think things over. Right. When I really think about it, um, I started dealing with a lot of stress in 2016. And that was also the first time my um, hormone levels were high elevate it but they they didn't do anything about it but that was the first time that it was brought to my attention that this is a thing that you could be dealing with but nothing was ever done and then you have a 2016 to 2022 Kim you know I'm not good at math how many years is that 16 17 18 19 21 22 that's six oh yeah duh I felt so dumb that's six years <laughs> <laughs> it took six years to find for something to finally be done but it was like in those six years I was I was just and you lived with me, bro. I was just like leaking stress, right? Like I was high anxious. I had various panic attacks and 
Um, and so this doesn't have to do with that, the conversation we're having necessarily, but it just made me think of, of how a surgery, which removed something that was causing harm, has kind of regulated me. Mm. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's an interesting take. So how do you think people can build relationships? If there's anyone out there who's like, I don't necessarily have strong relationships or I may be having some issues trusting people or just building relationships, how do you think? And obviously, Kim and I are we're not scientists. We're not therapists. We're not. So it's not like we're telling you, go try this. It's just saying like for you, Kim, how have, what have you done to make sure that your relationships are thriving? Have you been intentional? Are you like, what does that look like? I do try and be intentional. Um, if I haven't talked to you for a while, I, I try and reach out as often as I can when it makes sense. Um, I like to spend one-on-one time as well. Like I'll go to, like I said, dinner or hang out or, like, hey, let's meet up, come over, or whatever the case is. Like, let's have that one-on-one time. Um, and that's for multiple different relationships I have, whether I met you when I was four or <laughs> I met you in high school or college, whatever the case may be. Like, I like to have that one-on-one time where you you are able to have those conver- long conversations and in-depth conversations and get to know one another Um, where it's not just surface level. So it's not the little small talk, like you said, um, that you don't like. Uh, I think timing is everything. Like you have to spend time with someone to to actually get to know them. Um, And I think you would have to put yourself out there, make yourself available to to do that. Um, Just, I mean... Because there's introverts who have community, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and who have relationships and things like that. So it doesn't have, it isn't a matter of being like shy or not being shy. I think it has to do with um, putting yourself, like, again, being intentional. Mm. Yeah. I think and then right. also to make those relationships last, I think um, every relationship, there's there's give and take, Right. Like you might not like everything that they want to do or they suggest. Um, and they might not like everything that you want to do or suggest like compromise, just like with anything. <laughs> I mean, not don't compromise your integrity, but <laughs> like, you know, you get what I'm trying to say. Like I do. Yeah. Um, meet, meet people halfway. Like if they're a talker, be a listener. Mm. If they're adventurous, Keep them safe, but Kim? go along with it. Why not? Go along you know with I mean? it, Kim. Why not? I do. The things you've got me into. Um, no, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think um, I think when people say yin and yang, yin and yang, that's real. Like opposites, you, the, the whole opposites attract. I think it's because literally you even each other out. So give and take. Meet halfway in the middle there somewhere meet halfway in the middle yeah and as adults it doesn't get easier making friends and we've talked about this before it gets harder 
to find it gets harder to to stay connected with people you already know and it gets harder to find new friends we're just in different stages of our life we're not forced anymore right like there was a point and we've talked about this so many times Kimmy you brought it to my attention we were like we were forced to make friends in school oh yeah right we're forced to make friends in college you're you're forced to do these things and then after a while you just go to work and then you go home um oh another interesting thing i found is that uh they were saying even that- coworkers like if you're forced to be in a situation and i feel like when you work those younger jobs where you're like interacting more with people you build those relationships but go ahead they were saying that people who were people who had at least minimum one person at their job that they connect with that they're friends with but personally if you have a minimum of one person that you talk to personally that you are actually happier at that job mm-hmm. and i thought about this um there is one job i have specifically one place i teach at where i'm like i'm not connected to anyone Um, My students know a little bit personal about me because they're my students and I like to talk. But and this job sometimes takes more out of me than the other ones. And I'm like, well, why does it take more out of me? And I'm like, maybe because I'm not fully content being there because I don't have that community at all there. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's children. These are kids that know about my run. You know what I mean? Like the parents don't know. I don't have coworkers there who know about my runs, but the kids did, you know, like they, they, you know what I mean? So it's just like that personal touch is there, but not fully. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, But it made me think of to an extent when I, when I think about most of the jobs that I could not stand, I can think like when I think about that bar we worked at, I ain't gonna say the name, but like, I wasn't connected to any of them other than you. Like, I had no care to be. I was not friends with anyone there. They was all messy. And I just was not trying to involve myself, you know? So I, I stayed away, intentionally stayed away. I wasn't, like, happy there. And you were only there for a very, very short <laughs> amount of time. I was. I was there for I would like months. to put that caveat out there. <laughs> I was there only um, over the summer literally if you I left August 1st I left August 1st I started May I left August 1st yeah you left after Cinco de Mayo I mean you started after the Cinco de Mayo so yeah the next day May 6th yeah so May 5th to August yeah I mean not a whole lot of time (laughs) relationships but then again I don't know because I I did form friendships from from that place um not I wouldn't say deep deep death depth in that but acquaintanceships maybe see I don't have that at all from there um I will say what's funny and I don't know if you ever went away to camp as a kid Mm -hmm. um but there was something special about especially sleepaway camp like if you ever went to sleepaway camp you walked away from that sleepaway camp where you sleep there why do they call it? Why is it not like, I mean, aren't all camps where you sleep? No. Because you There's do day camps? day camps. So any any camp that you go out somewhere and sleep is called sleepaway? If you're just having fun, it's not like a conference or nothing. Yeah, I would call it sleepaway camp. Mm, okay. 
That's just I mean, a new term for me. I just really? I've noticed. Yeah, I noticed people say it, but that was never something we were like, oh, we're going to band camp or we're going to cheer camp or we're going to, but or like we did wake up camp. We did. I didn't. Oh, my gosh. I did various camps, but we never said sleep away. Like that wasn't a thing we called it. But I'm sorry for interrupting. Keep going. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much what we did. But anyways, um, th- like when you walk away from there, you have these super strong bonds. Mm-hmm. Like and it's because you've spent and it's a it could be a small amount of time, right? But you build these strong, strong relationships. You're like, I'm so sad to leave this person or I miss them or whatever. Like, I still think of people. I wish social media was around back then. Like, you know what I mean? We're like, dang, I wonder what they're up to kind of a thing. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah. You know <laughs> like, what's crazy um, is that a lot of a lot of people I went to middle school elementary school with are my friends on Facebook now we follow each other on Instagram now like I don't know how they found me I found them um I mean they more than likely found me because you know I'm looking for nobody no I'm just kidding but however it went I don't know who found who but however it went there's quite a few people it's like you're from elementary school and we're connected through Facebook but even the the research talked about like how that can be a great form of connection that that can also cause loneliness because then we're we're connected by this like computer and not necessarily as individuals mm. like there it's a give and take so you may feel a little more a little more connected in some areas yet you also you're feeling less which is reality right like Everything you do, it's a give and take. You're giving something to be offered something. Yeah. So, uh, and then also in the 50s is where they saw happiness decline. Do you know what happened in the 50s? 1950s or when the people were 50? 1950s. Thanks for asking for clarification. Uh... Great Depression? I don't know. Television. They said that once television became a thing, they reported to be less happy. And then they said that that was a huge uptick as TV became social media and as now streaming is a thing like people are actually because news makes people sad and no, I'm just kidding <laughs> I, I think there may be truth in that sure right we have access to especially too much news I'm telling you we have when access there's nothing to everything positive on that can weigh on someone's mental when it's story after story after story of something incredibly sad and heartbreaking that can make someone be like, well, what is the point? Like, Oh, yeah. I think too much news is not a good thing. Yeah, I I agree. But speaking of news, you said news. It made me think I want to do a true crime episode. You do that without me and I'm going to listen to it. (laughs) You you don't want to do it? No, ma'am. Why? I just don't. Not my cup of tea. We did it once. Remember that man who back, back, back. It was like the it was when we were in quarantine, and the man who um, went missing. Do you remember that episode? I don't. He went missing. Actually, I vaguely remember. I gotta go back and watch it. He went missing. Or listen to it. Yeah, there was a, we did we did a true crime. What was it called? You don't know what I'm talking about. You don't no, remember that episode? I have no idea. 
It was in 2020. Ow. It was, um, I, w- I read through an article about, let me see. Dang it. We have a lot of episodes. 2022, 21, 21. Oh, my Lord, girl. We got a lot of episodes. Okay. Um. Was it Alligator Man? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Surviving a monster. No, that was R. Kelly. <laughs> true crime. True crime. True crime. True crime stories. We talked about... Um. Dang it. There's no link to the article? Okay, I don't remember. But there, it's it's episode... I don't even know what episode this is. I'll send it to you. Episode two, 22. True crime stories. You talk about some white man. Um, I'm staring at the episode right now. Now, why remember. is his race necessary to mention? <laughs> it wasn't important. It was just a... Just you could have just said there. this man. <laughs> race had nothing to do with it. Well, either way. Anyways. Anyways, anyways, that is all I have for us tonight. Um, I just really want us, I challenge you all to look at your friendships and check what's going on in your relationships, romantic. Oh, that's another thing. They don't all have to be romantic, right? It's also just sister love, brother love, friendship, best friend. I don't even think we talked romantic at all. We didn't, we didn't. But that was something they mentioned because a lot of times when people say relationships, that's what people jump to romantically. And it's like, Mm. we don't seem to know that the word relationship can be used amongst other forms and types of relationship it doesn't have to just be romantic or physical because sometimes two people just be like oh eh, whatever that's all i got well thank you it was a very interesting topic thanks do you have anything before we head out kimberly i just want to wish everyone a very very happy new year i hope and i pray that you are thriving that you have joy you have peace you have love in your life and if you don't meet jesus okay that's it (laughs) all right peace